This is the Retirement Coffee Talk podcast, a look at the financial issues facing investors and those getting ready for retirement. And now, founder and CEO of Zinnia Wealth Management, Sharice Rivers, and co-host Randy Cook. Hey, everyone. This is Sharice Rivers with Zinnia Wealth Management. I am here at the Ritz-Carlton in Lake Oconee, Georgia, getting ready for a golf classic, a charity event. And I have some amazing uh, guests today. And our first guest, I get the husband and the wife, which was unexpected, but I'm super excited about it. If anybody knows anything about NFL football, you know this couple. And we have Bruce Arians and his wife, Chris Arians, in the house, and we're going to talk a little bit about retirement, about the game at the buck shop, and basically, you know, what they're doing today outside the field, not in the field. Thank you guys for coming. Thank you for the opportunity. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having Appreciate us. Appreciate it. You bet. Is it okay if I call you Chris? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> That's how I was introduced, so I figured it'd That's be okay. It. <laughs> Very good. You know, you guys have kids, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. yep. And we have a pretty big charity event here that we're working with today. And we have a lot of people here. You name the name, they're here. And um, this is not your first rodeo, so you've done this before. <laughs> but for those people who don't know anything about the NFL, and this is the first time you're thinking, well, who's Chris Arians and what is this all about? Well, let's start with 40 years between college and the NFL, right? Mm -hmm. Coaching, mm -hmm. almost. Yo, a little yeah. bit more. Yeah, okay, a little more. Oh. oh, boy. Yeah, okay, so we had some time in the business. Cleveland Browns, ring a bell. Oh, yeah. Indianapolis Colts, Pittsburgh Steelers. I wasn't a fan of that move, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Cardinals, where you just came yes. from. Two championships and uh, two Coach of the Year awards. Your resume is exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> and on top of that, Peyton Manning, you were his first quarterback coach. Did I hear that? Yes, indeed. How neat is that? And you've worked with Ben Roethlisberger and all these guys. So you guys, I could keep going here. And uh, I'm going to stop now because the wife is now, this Chris is thinking, okay, what are we talking about here? But I want everybody to know who's here and why we're here. Let's start with the first thing. Let's talk about your charity. Off the field, you guys do some great things with kids. And I just want you to introduce it. What's it all about? How did it even get started? I'm going to start. So, okay, go ahead. Because I won't get any more words in. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I watched her work as a CASA for 15, 18 years and saving these kids one at a time. So I'd help fundraise when I was in Pittsburgh, get players to do it and that. So if I ever had a platform to take this over, we're gonna start a foundation and try to raise as much awareness and money as we possibly can about these kids because they're in a situation through no fault of their own and they just need a positive influence. Miss Chris, now, can you tell our listeners what CASA is? Sure, it's an acronym. Mm -hmm. it stands for Court Appointed Special Advocates kind of a mouthful, so therefore CASA. They're basically child advocates, so kids who end up in the court system through no fault of their own need an advocate. Sometimes the parents are fighting over the kids. That's actually how I got started was working in the courts where it was custody issue or divorce issue people fighting over their children <laughs> or their foster kids, so they've been removed from their families due to abuse and neglect and somebody needs to speak for those children and advocate for the best interests of those children. So unlike an attorney where the child would be the client, that's not the case. If you have kids, you know that they don't know what's in their best interest. That's why they have parents. <laughs> yes, parents. I have some of those. <laughs> We're grandparents. You know, so it's super important because the court system is so overwhelming and the child welfare system is so overwhelming and the kids who have a CASA 
do so much better. They're more likely to graduate from high school, even go on to college. They're more likely to find a permanent home because there's way too many kids that get lost in the system and bounce from foster home to foster home or even worse, usually a group home to group home. So that's what it's all about. Okay. You know, we get folks in our office all the time. As you guys know, I'm a retirement financial planner in the Florida area, and people are always looking for different charities that they're passionate about that they can share the passion with other folks. And it always seems to be with retirees, our young kids, that kind of thing. And it's interesting, because I I never heard of CASA, Mm -hmm. and I didn't even know that was an issue. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's a really big deal. And I think people want to know that their money, where it's going, is going there. It's gonna be safe. You know, you have these charities, you don't know really what it's Mm -hmm. going, you know? So people are assured of what you guys are doing here, because it's clearly trusted. I looked at everything. but. You know, can you convey the message to that? Well, yeah, I, I think for us, especially down in Tampa area, they're called guardian ad litems and not CASA, and they have a great program. But Tampa is one of the largest, probably is the largest city in need uh, with in the Florida. foster in, in mm-hmm. Florida. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're, we're trying to start raising more awareness and more money down there, hopefully in March for the first event down there. And every dime goes to that organization. Here at Georgia with this one, we've supported the Lake Counties of Georgia, Indianapolis and Pittsburgh, where she's been accosted at all those places. So they'll all be represented here tonight. Wow. So how do people find out more information about the charity? Where do they go? Well, our charity is ariansfamilyfoundation.com, and there's information on there, and they can contact us through that website. But truthfully, the best thing to do is contact your local CASA program or really? your local GAL program, depending on the state. There's GAL programs everywhere. It's really a complicated subject, but you're looking to be a child advocate if you want to work with the children directly. Otherwise, you can volunteer for those organizations. They need somebody packing school supplies into backpacks so they can give it to the kids when school starts or you know, somebody to do paperwork in the office. There's lots of opportunities, valuable opportunities for volunteers. I know in Arizona, I pleaded with the senior citizens. You know, there are no better mentors than grandparents. Right. And I know you're bored and it doesn't take up all your time. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not like it's gonna be a 40 hour week job, but get involved and become a CASA. The raising of the money to help the kids is one thing, but we have to have CASAs. Mm-hmm. Have know, to have it. We have to have those people volunteer to become them. And everyone that I know that has done it has gotten way more out of it than the child. Well, I was listening to the testimonials on your website, and one of the kids like it's like having a new mom, and it gives them a voice, and it makes them feel confident. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's the same thing when it comes to what we do in our office, giving confidence to people so that they can retire. I mean, same thing. You guys are giving the young folks confidence so they can you know make that next step. You know, it's a big deal. That's it. It's show kids that there's another option. They don't have to do things the way they saw perhaps modeled in their home or in their family. You know, Mm -hmm. there are other options that they can aspire to. And that, I think, is the biggest thing we do, quite honestly. 
you know, I'm really glad you talked about, you know, it's not just about the dollars. It's about, you know, the helping awareness. hands, the yeah. awareness. Mm-hmm. I had recently, it was only two weeks ago, somebody come into my office and they said, Sharice, you know, I want you to create this income plan. You know, I don't know if I can afford to keep donating uh, to University of Florida. And we looked at the whole plan and they could not afford to donate $1. But you know what I told them? I said, it's okay. University can use hands on mm-hmm. and they accept that just as much as dollars. And so I'm glad you brought that to the table because sometimes we yeah. forget the small things you know, driving people around, you know, it's the simple things. So thank you for sharing that information with us. And folks, don't forget, you can go to www.ariansfamilyfoundation.com. I want to let you guys know that, you know, we help retirees transfer transition into retirement and through retirement. And so one of my jobs is creating the income plan, preserving wealth, but also avoiding taxes. And so for my listeners that are always listening, I have a great tax strategy for donating to this charity. And it's called the required minimum distributions at seven and a half. I'm not sure if you guys know about this yet. You're a little young. You have to start pulling money out of your retirement accounts. And so we get a lot of folks that say, hey, I don't need all this money. And I definitely don't want to give any of it back to Uncle Sam. So for the listeners, there is a QCD, it's called a Qualified Charitable Distribution Form. You can put the foundation's name on that form with their tax ID and the check gets mailed to them. Now you've met your required minimum distributions, you've donated, you did something good, and on top of that, you've avoided paying any taxes to the IRS, which is what we all want to do. And you know, if you had to take $40,000 from your IRAs this year and you said, Sharice, I want to take 20000 and go on the cruise or maybe go to a couple of games over the Buck Stadium this year, but the other half, you can do that. You don't have to you know, contribute all of it. So I definitely you know, backing you guys up on your charity. I love what you guys are doing. Thank you. I love that advice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm very passionate about helping kids. I have my own charity um, that I never talk about anymore. We just raise money for it, but maybe we can, you know, help you guys out and tie into that as well. I want to talk about being on the field again a little bit. I will tell you this. When you left the Cardinals and you were done, I definitely thought you were done. I thought you were retiring and that was it. And have you heard of Encore Career? He failed at retirement. Uh-huh. Okay. I want to know because I didn't find that anywhere online. I'm like, I was certain because I've I've been following you forever. I stopped when you were with the Steelers, as I said earlier. (laughs) But when you left, you got into broadcasting. I'm like, Mm -hmm. all right, this is just like my last guy. He retired IBM. He was an engineer. And now he wants to be a security guard part-time. I'm like, all right, he's doing it. He's doing his part-time job. And then I hear you're going to be a coach. So my question is, who coaxed you back into the game? It really was me. You know, probably week eight, I think it was in Houston. We were broadcasting the game for CBS, and I'm on the field on Friday, and I started correcting a guy. Nope, it's not my team. <laughs> I just had to back off. And, Bad uh, heart. <laughs> you know, I, I could feel a little bit, that, but I really knew how much I missed the locker room. People don't understand when you say, you miss the locker room. But the building of relationships is what this business is all about. And quick little story, I think it was May 30th, 10 guys from my team at Temple back in the 80s, all flew in. 1980s. All right, and Good old they, days. four of those guys, four of their friends are coaches on my staff. But those relationships are stronger than ever. The guys that, that you see on each, I've had so many teams, way too many, and uh, just seeing guys. And you missed how much you long for that relationship building. And uh, then everything just kind of fell into place at Tampa. I knew Jason Light, good friend, worked with him, respected him a lot. They got a good young quarterback, great ownership. And it's like, why not think about it? And then one after another, my assistant coaches all became available. So it was like, I don't have to coach any coaches. 
Everybody knows the system. Let's do it. And I felt old for the first time in my life. <laughs> I really did. Well, you don't look above <laughs> I don't, over I feel 20. better now. Yeah. <laughs> so, Miss Chris, I have to ask, how do you feel about your husband going back to coaching for four more years? Well, he raised the subject. Quite honestly, I was not surprised. And then when he decided he really wanted to do it, I said, well, okay, babe, because I'm not in the business of telling people what to do. But I told him I had some conditions. So one was that we rent, not buy, because my forever home is here at the lake, and just taking care of that is enough of a burden. We found a great place to rent in South Tampa. And the other one was an unlimited travel budget so I could go see the grandbabies whenever I wanted to. Oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> so does that mean he's going to have to continue another four years just for that deal? <laughs> the way she's spending money on those grandkids, yeah. <laughs> well, I hear grandkids are more expensive than your own kids. <laughs> well, you're freer with your money, I can tell you that. That's right, that's right. I have a, a five-year-old and a ten-year-old, and, you know, I'm frugal. But I see my grandma and, and my mom, I'm like, why are you spending that kind of money? I was like, let me, I'm supposed to be spending that kind of money. <laughs> Um, my last question for you two is, you know, patience and the game and, you know, NFL fans, we're such critics. We love you one day. We don't like you the next day. It's like the stock market in my own experience in my job. My clients love me one day and then they're complaining one day, but they really love me one day because we coach them and we educate them. We just stay, you know, in front of them. So how do you tackle adversity and how do you teach and coach your team on how to do that? It's one day at a time and one play at a time. And once you get that mentality, good play, bad play, you can't be patting yourself on the back because you just made a good catch, you'll drop the next one. You gotta go to the next play. And when a game is over, win, lose, or draw, Monday's another week, and you go to work. You correct it, put it to bed, and at noon on Monday, you're going to the next game. Then all of a sudden, the season's over. And hopefully, you're still playing. Right, hopefully. We're blessed enough, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, we are excited to have you as a coach, finally. And we think, and I'm talking to all of the listeners, we think this is going to be a good four years to come, and we're going to have a great season. Good luck to this season, and um, we'll be rooting you guys on. And I'll be thinking of you hanging out with your grandkids a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have a feeling we ought to thank the Glazers while we're here oh, there's no about doubt. the Bucks. Yeah. I mean, they stepped up and became the lead sponsor for our tournament in Arizona last spring and this one. And I can't thank Darcy Glazier Kasowitz enough for her generosity. I mean, it put us over the top in both both things. And, and what they do in the community is just amazing. Thank you, Darcy. Well, you folks, thank you so much. We're going to have a good time. This has been a yes, beautiful indeed. day. We're going to hit some balls tomorrow. We're going to have a wonderful dinner tonight. We're going to raise a lot of money, right? Yes, yep. indeed. And then this yep. is just the start of it. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we can join forces and uh, when you're in Tampa doing one. Absolutely. And um, thank you for taking the time out. It's a true honor. Appreciate it. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Coffee Talk podcast. If you have questions or would like to begin the process of building a tailored retirement plan, call Zinnia Wealth at 803-368-3680 or find us online at zinniawealth.com. Sharice Rivers is an investment advisor representative of Zinnia Wealth Advisory, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Sharice Rivers is licensed in your state, please contact their office. Zinnia Wealth Advisory, LLC, is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration 
Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Any client experiences discussed during this show are unique to that client. They are not meant to imply or suggest you will experience the same results. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Sharice Rivers, NPN Insurance License Number 8718011.